0: Welcome to Conversations with Coley, where we have conversations about subjects we think about but often don't speak about. My name is Nicole Miller, and I'm the author of this book series, A through Z, Guide to Raising a Good Human, a series I wrote to help in the communication process. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Coley. Today I have the pleasure of speaking to my daughter, McKenna Lumby. McKenna is a senior at Lumpkin County High School, and she is sharing her story about abstinence. Welcome, McKenna. Thank you for having me you're welcome all right we always start with an icebreaker question all right if you could do anything for a career anything without going to college what would you want to do and why
1: um i think i would be a nurse um, only because i love helping people and taking care of others
0: that's a nice yeah that's good i'd be a lawyer because especially with not having to do that eight years of college Mm -hmm. All right. So tell us a little bit about your background. Um, I'm
1: a senior at Lumpkin um, High School. Um, I do color guard for the marching band. And I also am a cheer coach for Park and Rec.
0: Mm, Very nice. Did you experience any childhood trauma?
1: Uh, Yeah, I did. Growing up, there was... uh, a lot of abuse that ran into the household and um, school drama with other kids and not feeling like i fit in and there was a lot of uh, teachers at daycares who um, took a toll on how i do things today
0: can you explain that
1: like they would always, you know, say rude things and call me, like when I was trying to tell them the truth about certain subjects that were going on within the daycare, they would tell me I was lying, and there's a lot of blackmailing with other kids mm. going on. So.
0: I wish I would have known that. I was paying good money <laughs> to make sure you were safe, so that's disappointing to hear. How did that affect you as you were growing up?
1: Um, Whenever I would see those individuals, whenever we would go out and stuff, it made me feel like I would get a cold shiver down my spine, because there was a group of girls who would force me to um, do certain things sexually, and they were like, if you ever tell anyone, we'll tell them that it was all you, and I was only five at the time, like, and these girls were a lot older than I was. Right.
0: And this was happening in a daycare classroom while the teacher was in the mm-hmm. room. How does that even happen?
1: Well, we would always have like nap time. And if he didn't want to nap, they always would play a movie. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the daycare workers were on their phone, not really paying attention.
0: Got you. Yeah. Wow. You're almost 18. Are you sexually active? No. No that's good you're not just saying that because I'm your mom Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) do your peers assume that you're sexually active
1: yes um there was a lot of incidents that happened over the summer where guys would you know add me on snap and they would be like oh you should like come over and stuff and I was like no like I can't if you want to hang out another time we can do it in a public place and um then I'd found out that the guys that I was friends with, they weren't really my friends. They just wanted to do sexual stuff, which
0: I do. Right. And what about your girlfriends? Do your girlfriends see you? Or girls, maybe not your friends, because your friends know you. But girls in school, do they ever see you and just assume that you're sexually active like them?
1: Um. I mean, I've had a lot of, you know, girls... They were talking about their experiences, and then when they found out I was a virgin and stuff, they kind of would be like, oh, really? Because I guess um, they don't really see me as that. As a
0: virgin? Yeah. And so why do you think that they don't see you like that?
1: Um, I don't really know. I've asked a lot of people, and they just said because of, you know, the way I look and, um, So,
0: like, the way you dress, the way you present yourself? Not
1: the way I present myself, but just the way that I'm shaped. Just because I'm, like, a curvier girl, they think that, oh.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, it
1: it doesn't have to do with the way I present myself or how I dress. It's just about the looks. Right.
0: Have you ever had adults in communities in which you've lived or you were, um, you know, either living or visiting, have you ever had adults make assumptions because of the way you were dressed that you might be attracting sex?
1: Yeah, um, I've had guys, especially at like grocery stores and stuff, you know, cat call me um, and just like made snide comments about like the way I was dressing and... um,
0: Have you ever had that from women, older women?
1: Not as much.
0: Not as much. No. That's good. So, do you feel that by the way that you dress, do you think that that should ever um, play a factor in whether someone should assume that you are sexually active or even in that realm?
1: No. I mean, because a lot of people express themselves in different ways with their clothing and um, the way they do their makeup and their hair, but I wouldn't really say that I wear risky clothing, No. like or anything revealing. I just you know wear clothes that I like, and sometimes it kind of rubs off uh, to other adults as you know if I'm showing my stomach, then you know that's not good, or if I'm wearing too low cut of a shirt, or if my shorts you know are too are, are not down on my knees then I'm not conservative or I don't, you know, have morals or respect for myself.
0: Right. And so what does that make you feel?
1: Um, It just makes me um, see like the older generations um, that they just don't really know the new life of living and they're just stuck in their old ways.
0: Well, what's funny is that we're all your age at some point, yeah. and we've all dressed that way, but there comes a point in a shift where some, not all, forget that. Yeah. You think that's a fair fair assumption?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I've had older ladies, they were like, oh, well, if I had your body, I would, you know, wear that same clothing, so don't let other women tell you not to.
0: Right. So. I think it's just a personal thing. It's a personal thing.
1: Oh, okay. Like, not a personal, but, like, it depends on the person and their belief system.
0: Right, right. Or maybe their insecurities, even. Yeah. Yeah. I can go for that. So, how does it make you feel knowing that you are not sexually active, but people make assumptions that you are?
1: Um, I mean, it doesn't make me feel, like, bad or anything, but it just... I just know that I'm different from other people and I'm not what they call quote unquote easy. Right. You know, and it makes me feel better about myself knowing that I'm not out there, you know,
0: just giving it all away. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: to anybody. Right. Cause I mean, I've had a lot of relationships and a lot of boyfriends who have wanted that kind of stuff, but I've never wanted that. And cause I was never ready.
0: Right. Right. Good for you. Good for you. Have you ever been called names that are associated with being promiscuous? Meaning, promiscuous meaning sexual. Um, People who are promiscuous give it away a lot. Mm -hmm. Something kind of along those lines. Have you ever been called names that are associated like that? Like the W word or slut?
1: Yeah, I have, but it doesn't really you know affect me as much because I know that I'm not and that like that just shows me that they don't have a high enough vocabulary to come up with a word or an insult that matches you know what
0: what you really are yeah yeah that's a good outlook
1: I mean girls always have um have like the tendency to just automatically call other girls like those kind of um, words so mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. really
0: yeah. Do boys do that, too?
1: I mean, some do if they don't give, like, if you don't give them their way. Right. Be like, oh, yeah, you're this, you're that. And it's like, no, I'm not because I told you no. If yeah. If I was, I would have been sweating my legs open a long time ago. Right.
0: You know? And they would have called you that anyways, yeah. right? If you broke it up, mm-hmm. you know? So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, right?
1: Yeah. But thankfully, I've never run into that issue with guys because, um... I mean, even when I turn them down, they don't, you know, say those kind of things. They just say remarks like, oh, well, when you and your boyfriend break up, like, let me know. Oh, Lord. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so they just say that, and Whoa. I mean, I see them, <laughs> Yeah. And, I mean, they're hanging around their guy friends, and their guy friends don't look at me sideways, so that just makes me feel better that they're not going around spreading lies, like, yeah. oh, yeah, we did do stuff.
0: Yeah. You know? Now, do you think that... um because we've, we've come from different areas. So let's pretend we lived in Florida again. Do you think that the boys in those schools would be as respectful of your decision as they are here?
1: No, um, I think it probably would have been a lot worse just because of the area we lived in. And the guys, like even in elementary school, like fifth grade, um, there was a guy that you know was he asked me out I reject him he asked me out I reject him he came to the house he yeah. walked me to school every day and I would reject him reject him and it just got to the point where I finally said yes because they they just kept on no right. matter what and, and it, by
0: yes you mean go, the dating, yeah, gone and dating the fifth grade dating, fifth grade dating yeah. to the where did you go to date at fifth grade <laughs> breakfast <laughs> at the lunchroom yeah. right so okay I mean, So you think that if you would have stayed in high school there, that it would have been if they were wanting sex, it would have been until they got their way. Yeah. Yes. Do you think because boys are more respectful here than they were there, you had an easier time?
1: Yeah, because, um, like, guys never really noticed me, I would say, in middle school when I moved here. And even in high school, like, I never had guys, like, asking me i've never received like inappropriate pictures because i'm careful about who i let in my on my social media yeah so i know that like i was never um like exposed to that kind of stuff but a lot of girls that i know now that are just now becoming freshmen and i'm a senior they're like oh like you've never received like an inappropriate picture from a guy and I'm like like, an unsolicited yeah down there picture yeah and I'm like no like never oh good for you and they're like oh like I get them all the time and I know girls now do you think
0: it's because they're too trusting and that they just let anybody on their social media
1: um I don't think it's just that they're trusting I think now like they want more views on their snapchat so they just kind of um let anybody on, but even if you know them, like guys and boys nowadays, they just send them anyways because they don't care. Right. So I mean, so they're
0: they're sending it out there, mm-hmm. hoping to get some girl to go ooh. Yeah. But little do they know, we all think that's gross.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially in high school, like guys, you know, they're at their peak. Mm. So it's it's just so hard. they're
0: just a raging bowl of hormones.
1: Mm-hmm. Because in middle school, like, you never really heard about it. But now that, you know, the generations kind of get, keep getting worse and they're exposed to a lot more than I was, you know, so it's kind of just worse. I so mean, it's getting worse. Yeah. So maybe, you know, when middle school was, you know, not as much, now maybe elementary schools.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So why did you choose to wait to have sex?
1: Um, just because, like...
0: And you can throw me a compliment if you want. I'll edit that out.
1: (laughs) Um, I think I I wait because I haven't found, like, the right person yet. And for me, it takes a lot of trust and time being with one person to want to, like, share that with. Because, I mean, that's something that you can never get back. It's, like, first kiss. Like, you know... You can't get that back after. Yeah. So I think it's just, I'm just waiting for the right person and the time, because I've never been with someone longer than eight months.
0: Right. And that's not long enough to decide whether or not you want to lay down with them because, well, if you have sex, now you've increased your chances to what? Have a baby. Yeah. So you could be attached to somebody that you maybe only intended to have sex with for 15 seconds or however long it lasted right and then all of a sudden now you're pregnant right Mm -hmm. and it's then you're stuck with that person so that's that's good I'm glad thank the lord do you ever get pressure from friends who are sexually active to stop waiting like what are you waiting for McKenna
1: um I mean I had um friends in eighth grade that were like I would just get it done with someone that you don't really care about and just get it over and done with. Lord Jesus. Because they've had it with people that they thought they were going to spend the rest of their life with. And they broke up. So they would always just give me the advice of just do it with someone you don't really know.
0: And this was when you were in eighth grade? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Well, and this is probably because in their mind, they gave up what they thought this person wanted and that was going to hold them and solidify that love that they shared. But little did they realize as they're young.
1: Yeah. I mean, eighth grade.
0: Yeah. Isn't your mind changes from eighth grade to ninth grade. And then from ninth grade, I mean, how mature, much more mature are you than you were as a freshman now?
1: I'm a lot. I mean, I've always been mature. Like even my older friends, you know, that are a senior in college now, they've always said that, they enjoyed hanging out with me because I wasn't as immature as other kids my age, and so I think I've always been mature. But now, like, I've matured even more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the same person I was in eighth grade. Like, I went through things, you know. So it. So you're me solid. A
0: lot. Are you happy and solid in the fact that you decided not to take their advice? Yeah.
1: Well, I never did. I just was like, girl, what are you talking about? because <laughs> I was in my own little world I that was the last thing on my head yeah was getting getting down and dirty with yeah. someone I didn't know
0: <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> lord so are you dating yeah yeah and so you're dating what is your boyfriend or does your boyfriend respect your decision as far as waiting
1: yeah he does um and that's one of the things i like about him is that he never has asked me for nudes he's never asked me like oh when are we gonna you know do stuff like he's never
0: and he doesn't like push himself on you that's nice it makes it where you can actually get to know each other right so in the past you've dated how long Mm -hmm. did boys wait before they really started getting aggressive about now, this is the real reason I'm after it. Two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Dude. And how would they go about it?
1: Um, I mean, they weren't really trying to hide it. Like, they were very open about their intentions. <laughs> and so, I mean, and nowadays, guys, they just, they're just like, oh, you know, whatever. And they expect the other like the girl to know what their intentions really are but they're very vague mm-hmm. so you know you have to get them out you had to get have to get it out of them um, but when they do it's like kind of a slap in the face because um, i've had one guy say oh well i've you know other girls with boyfriends didn't mind if you know they cheated on their boyfriend i'm like not me clearly you don't know me well enough yeah and i don't want to have you know I don't want to do stuff like that just to do it once, you know? Yeah. Because they were like, oh, I'm just looking to mess around. Like, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I'm like, well, I'm in a relationship. I don't want to, like, just have a sexual relationship because, one, I'm too young for that. And, two, I'm in a healthy relationship, and I'm not going to ruin that over a one-night stand.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that is exactly what's going to happen. Cheating is never okay. (laughs) <laughs> no matter how old you are. So what would you say to encourage people to wait to have sex? So younger girls, what would you say to them to encourage them to wait?
1: Um, I mean, all I would really say is just, you know, don't let others pressure you into doing things that you're not ready for. And just know that, like, if you, like, once you do it, like, With someone that you don't really care about and you don't really love like you will regret it because that's all I've ever heard my whole life is well I like I regret not waiting and all this stuff
0: so your friends that have had sex have come back after and said I regretted it
1: yeah Mm. but then I have the other ones that you know they've done stuff at 14 but they were like well in that moment I love that person and I wanted to do that stuff so I don't regret it because you know, I had so much love and care for that person at that time. I may not have that anymore, but that's how I felt in mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to regret it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and so only time will tell if they regret it later or whatever. Yeah. When kind of thinking about being abstinent, how much of your decision is based on how much disease is out there or the fact that you could get pregnant?
1: Um I mean, it is a very scary thing for me, just because they're, I mean, in high school, people, like, you hear a lot of things about other girls doing it, and it's almost disgusting because they're just, like, they're circulating friend groups, so after a while, everybody is going to
0: you know, sleep with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: basically, and it's just kind of gross, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Yeah. So I'd rather wait and, you know, meet someone who's, you know, virgin as I am because I don't know where they've been. I don't know who they slept with, nor would I ask because I feel like that would be too Mm -hmm. personal. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, give me a list of everything, everyone you've hooked up with. But so just dating someone who's a virgin just kind of eliminates all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's safer. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because,
1: you know, they haven't been with anyone. Unless you know they're the type to lie about their virginity,
0: and then that's on them. At that point, I mean, you're doing all the right things. Um, Yeah, that's scary. I never thought about that. Have you ever had someone say to you, "Well, you can keep your virginity; just do it somewhere else on your body"? (laughs) (laughs) What do you say to people who have that mentality?
1: Nobody has ever asked me, but. (laughs) <laughs> that would be crazy. Right. I mean, I've known people. I've known people who, like, for their first time, I guess they've done it in the butt. <laughs> but I mean, it's. I'm not a fan of that role. So I mean, do do you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, because you can still get a disease in any part of your body, right? Yeah. Lord. Okay. <laughs> what are some perks to having a relationship where you don't feel pressured to have sex
1: um I mean it takes a lot off of my chest knowing that I don't have to uphold um I don't have to like make up like make myself up every day so that they still want to be with me just because I'm not giving them something they want like if I you know have a few pimples on my face he's not gonna like leave you yeah leave me because i'm not
0: having sex plus not making yourself look attractive so you he has arm candy yeah
1: so i mean it it just takes a lot off of my plate because i mean i stay busy so that's the last thing i'm worried about is how i look or you know what i'm wearing
0: right right and does it make it easier and does it make your relationship better Knowing that that's one subject you don't have to worry about touching right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's getting to know you. You're getting to know him, and it's more.
1: Yeah, it's more of a you know healthier standpoint, and like uh, instead of like a physical kind of relationship, we're having more of emotional and um, getting to know each other's personalities and how we work as like functional humans. Because, I mean, we're both not perfect, and without having to do the sexual stuff, we're just learning how to emotionally connect with each other and um, figure things out on the way we both think and how we both, like, function, you know? Yeah. So we're not necessarily going over that just with the physical aspect of a relationship. Like, we're actually taking our time because we've been dating for almost a year. And never once has. It
0: been. Yeah. Yeah. Or even close. Like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I like that. Um, Do you think that when you add sex to the mix. Then all of a sudden a new set of negative emotions comes in to play. Like. Oh. Is he just with me because of the sex? Or is he just with me? Or could he have sex with someone else now that he's had sex with me? Mm -hmm. You know. Do you think that that poses issues in people's relationships especially at a young age
1: um i think it's more of the you know if they're not if they're asking too much or too little like oh why hasn't he asked to, to do stuff you know did i do it wrong the first time like mm. you know that kind of stuff or if they're asking too much well i just feel like i'm being used because all they want to do is mess around and they don't care about me for who I am. They just care about me for what I have.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. So once you have sex, all of a sudden that seems to be the only thing that... Yeah. 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 And And you don't have to worry about that mm -hmm. because when you and your man hang out, it's because y'all want to hang out.
1: Yeah. And for like, and especially in high school, like, you know, if you send a nude, oh, well, I'll blackmail you if you don't do this, you know, or they share it to their friends. And so I've, you know like canceled all that by not doing that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and just kind of having an emotional like innocent relationship because i mean yeah i'm almost 18 but i'm not ready to yeah
0: well you're still young
1: yeah to go that next step
0: shit girl 25 still young Mm -hmm. just so you know (laughs) what were some drawbacks when you were dating in the past in terms of remaining solid in your choice to wait
1: I mean i've had freshman year like there was a guy who i mean he basically got on top of me and i just had to tell him like please stop like i'm feeling comfortable and we weren't even dating that long but it made me like hate him in a way because i felt like i was being smothered all the time and we never had like deep conversations about ourselves and i didn't really feel like i knew him i just felt like he wanted me To just be like, well, I make out with her, and I kiss on her, and, you know, all this stuff. And we ended up just breaking up, and we hadn't been dating for more than two months. And, I mean, I kind of knew there was a lot of red flags. I mean, first week, says I love you, it's like...
0: Yeah, that's a little bit much. It's
1: like, that makes no sense. But there's another, like, red flag of when you know, you're on a bus full of people and they don't seem to care, but you care. Yeah. And they don't care about your feelings or, um, you know, or respect you to, you know, put that aside. Yeah. And he would only, like, want to... He was like, oh, we should hang out. But then there was stuff attached to hanging out. You know, he wanted to do stuff and I'm like, no, I'm not going to hang out with you because I'm a freshman in high school and I don't want to do that kind of stuff. Like... And, I mean, I should have saw the red flag when he asked me out. He said, do you want to be friends with benefits? And I was like, what is that? Because you didn't know yeah.
0: what benefits yeah. meant. Yeah. and he
1: was like, oh, you know, we just kiss and, you know, do sexual stuff. And I was like, no. And then he was like, oh, fine. Well, w- will you be my girlfriend? And I was like, yeah. Oh, Lord <laughs> in
0: heaven. So he's going to grow up to maybe be and a problem.
1: I, yeah, and then I said yes, yeah, stupidly, because, I, I mean, I didn't <laughs> Well, know. you were young. Holy moly. Jeez. But then, you know, I... A guy that I did in eighth grade, you know, was very abusive and with that kind of stuff. And even, like, if I would, you know, give him a little peck on the cheek, he would still, like, get upset because it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Or he would, you know, go to school and tell people we were going to hook up. And then when he comes back, you know, everyone's like, oh, did y'all? And he was like, No.
0: Lord, 8th grade. Eighth grade.
1: And it just put a lot of pressure on a rela- on a small relationship because one person wants to have a sexual relationship while the other wants just an re- emotional relationship and an innocent one because we're only in middle school. Right. Like, what is there to do except hang out and maybe, you know, have dinners at each other's house at, like with parents involved. And he never... He always wanted it to, to hang out, like, alone in, in my room. And I'm like, first off, my parents aren't going to let you right. come to my room alone, unsupervised. Like, yeah. you got me messed there up. There were
0: guns in the house. I mean, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> first off, you don't obviously think...
0: Jeez. Like, wow. Like, I'm glad you, you never told us that, because I'll tell you, he would have been punted long before he really was. Um. How about girls? Did you ever lose girlfriends because they chose the sexual route, whereas you chose not?
1: Uh, yeah, because, like, I had a friend group in um, eighth grade, and um, we were talking about high school kids in eighth grade, you know. We're like, oh, we're going to stick together. We're going to always be friends. And we were talking about, like, who we think each other is going to be in high school and all my like the two girls that I was friends with at the time they had told me that I would be the first one to you know have sex and do that kind of stuff because of the way I look and because they were double zeros I mean I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but I was a lot more
0: developed
1: yeah developed and a lot more curvier than Oh. So that they kind of saw me as, oh, well, she has all these features. So she's definitely going to be more of the one to go the sexual route, even though it was one of the people that we thought wouldn't ever do that kind of stuff. And so in freshman year, I mean, it showed me and my other friend a lot about what she wanted in her life, which Mm -hmm. was more of, you know, having sex with other guys in the woods and.
0: Lord.
1: And for me, it's freshman, I'm like, oh, girl, yeah, we can't be friends no more because I don't want to associate myself with someone like that. Yeah. So we stopped being friends after that. I mean, I was always nice to her when she would call me and text me, but.
0: But yeah. you weren't going to like hang out yeah. and like get in twined in that mess. Because
1: I don't want to get involved with her friends who are sexually
0: active and they think that i am Mm, so you avoided peer pressure by choosing wisely being friends with people who weren't that was their focus yeah oh that's good what can parents do or say to their kids to help guide them to make better informed decisions in terms of having sex
1: um i think talking them about it more when they are in middle school just because nowadays like that's where they're getting exposed to it the most Mm -hmm. Um, and some of my friends moms were always you know honest about with me about that kind of stuff Um, and so that kind of made me not want to do those things because I was educated on it and I knew right from wrong and I mean you did talk to me about it so I mean But it's just like it's weird to have a conversation like that with your parents. Right. So like going to like a trusted another trusted adult like you know, like a best friend's mom. Right. That can kinda As long as they're
0: giving you the right Yeah. Because now you have those trusted moms and I thank goodness for them because that helps solidify what I was teaching. But what about moms that encourage young girls because there are moms out there that are like just get it done and over with Um, what do you what do you say about that i mean mean, do you know of anyone that's mom's kind of like ah if you do it, you do it let me know
1: i mean i do know a lot of moms that are like that um that are just kind of like well i'd rather them tell me that they want to have sex and be safe rather than them just going out and doing it but i mean i 14 like that's a bit young yeah like there still needs to be like some parental boundaries set with a child like hey you can't just and when you're 14 15 you can't just go out and be spreading your legs
0: right and realistically let's just be real if y'all are going to go out and have sex you're not going to come to us first you're really not no matter how cool the parent is that is that a safe assumption
1: yeah Just because it's just a weird, like, weird conversation. Yeah, it's mom. mom. Yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, mom. I mean, some, like, I do know a lot of girls who are like that, and they do tell their mom everything. um, And they do tell their mom when they, like, have sex and stuff, but... For other girls, it may not be that easy, and their parents may not be that understanding.
0: Right. Do you think it's good for parents to be understanding that their children want to have sex? Or do you think that there should be some sort of like, hey, man, I don't want grandbabies?
1: Well, I feel like if you're at the appropriate age, like, I mean, I feel like 17, if they're you know doing stuff.
0: But what if they're young? What if they're like freshmen?
1: Yeah that's where you kind of have to have a seat and talk. But if they're, you know, to the age where, you know, the parent thinks that, I mean, hey, you know, I was that age once, and they kind of understand, then there is, but it, I feel like it just all depends on the parent.
0: Mm. And maybe the the situation. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, if
1: it's with a 22-year-old, obviously no. But if it's with, like, a long boyfriend, you know, Right. Maybe
0: it's a little different. Do you think peer pressure is the same, worse, or better than it used to be in terms of sex? So for me in the 90s, it was heavy. I mean, peer pressure was big. I was peer pressured for smoking. I was peer pressured into sex. My friends in eighth grade, we were all grown. And I felt I had lived a long life because I lived in a very abusive childhood, But I wasn't thinking about sex, but my friends had all had sex by this time and they were kind of like, what you waiting on? So it almost was kind of like I was the odd one because I was not sexually active. Is it like that still with friend groups or do you think it's a little bit better, a little bit more understood?
1: Well, um... I mean, most of my friends have had sex and I'm just kind of there, you Mm -hmm. know, and they want, they like tell me, well, I wish you, you know, you've done it so we can like share stories with each other and they just kind of make me feel bad about it because I mean most teenagers and friend groups have all done it and they do talk about that kind of stuff with each other and it just kind of makes me feel bad because then I'm put to a higher expectation of, well, why haven't you? Because I want to talk about it in front of you without having to feel, you know, a certain type of way.
0: But do you say anything to make them feel a certain type of way? So that must be, like, their own guilt?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to hear about it just Mm -hmm. because, like, it's my friend.
0: Yeah, true. So even if you were sexually active, do you really want to swap stories (laughs) and start getting down to details? No,
1: because it's just gross, and I feel like something should just keep personal and private. Like... It mm-hmm. should be between you and your boyfriend, not Like I don't wanna Yeah,
0: it's not public yeah. information.
1: Yeah, and I don't wanna look at your boyfriend and just you know, think yeah. of
0: those just external yeah. things. <laughs> Amen, yeah. sister. Thanks.
1: And with anybody like I
0: just Yeah. T M I Yeah, I don't want to hear Keep it. it to yourself. <laughs> Amen, girl. <laughs> Do your does your school have a lot of teen moms?
1: There's only a few that I know of, but one of them yeah. was in my grade.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, I mean,
0: how big is your school, would you say? High school. How many students go to high school?
1: Probably a thousand plus.
0: A thousand plus. And so out of that thousand plus, five, 10, 20? Yeah,
1: probably about five, I would say. Okay. There's not a lot of people getting pregnant, but a lot of people keep it like under the rug unless you're in that class and you knew that person really well is the only thing you're gonna know or unless they post about it like on social media on tiktok on snapchat so
0: it's not like because i came from a small town Mm -hmm. so i mean everybody knew you could have gotten pregnant in seventh grade which was only a floor up yeah we would have known everyone would have known
1: yeah because i mean i know a lot of people who are having kids right now but it feels more normalized You know, like, everybody wants to be a teen mom. Why? I think just for, like, the baby aspect, not maybe for, like, just to say, oh, well, I have a cute baby, you know.
0: Right, but do they know that that cute baby keeps you up all night? Yeah. And it's expensive. And most
1: of the times the parents are stuck taking care of it because they know that, 15, you can't take care of that baby, so they just take it and they're not really experiencing the whole... Um, responsibility it takes to take care of a child mm. because their parents are doing most of it because they know, well, I still want my child to have, you know, her education. her education because um, the girls that are pregnant don't go to school anymore.
0: Whoa.
1: So, uh, they just kind of, well, I want her to have her teenage life. You know, she messed up one oh Oh, Lord in heaven. Kind of mm. aspect or mentality.
0: And what do you think of that? What do you think of A girl who's say 14 having a baby sloughing it off onto her parents and then living their best life what do you think
1: I mean obviously like it's not good but if that's the route they want to go I mean I'm not gonna stop them yeah Because I just focus on myself but I mean say
0: fast forward you're a mom now and your daughter is a teen and and this is her mentality what would you say to her
1: Well, I first would be like, I ain't taking care of this child. Like, this is on you, girl. But, and I would feel like if I was a parent with a child who got pregnant, I would feel, you know, kind of bad. And, like, think about, well, what could I have done differently? Mm -hmm. Just to, you know, prepare them. Because, obviously... They weren't educated. Like, I didn't educate them but what, if you,
0: but what if you did? What if you took all the steps and you did all the talking and your child just... Because you're... I mean, we can't, as parents, be on you 24-7. We just have to trust mm-hmm. in your decisions, right? So your child makes... But is it really a mistake if you laid down more than one time? Yeah. No. It's not a mistake.
1: No. Because you knew what you
0: are doing. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, I think the best way to show girls that having a baby at a young age is a hard thing. You got to watch me first taking care of y'all struggling. I dropped out of school. I wanted to be a mom and a wife and the white picket fence, but little did I know that shit happens, divorce happens, and eventually you never know when you're a single mother, and that's a 24-hour job. So do you think that watching me go through it, me saying to you, this is what happens when you drop out of school, do you think any of that helped?
1: what? Yeah, it did, and I also think for, you know, people who are teen moms, like, rarely does a boyfriend, you know, want to help you raise them, because, I mean, with the one that is in my grade, she is single, she fighting to look for her baby daddy, like, for a new baby daddy, because,
0: Oh, no, and you know what you get when you're looking for another baby daddy?
1: Yeah, or... A new like baby. A, a stepfather figure, you know, she, yeah. because... Mm guy like they weren't even dating um, the baby daddy so she started dating someone new and everybody thought he was but Aww. nobody knows
0: the real baby daddy her child wow wow damn so then you have again a child that is gonna have those issues of who's my dad why don't I have a dad cause I mean it, even though there's a lot of single moms out there there's a a lot Kids, I don't know where it comes into play. It's like, where's my father? Where's my mother? Where's I think my it's nuclear from family?
1: like, especially like in elementary school, seeing the parents, you know, um, a mom and a dad, like, having, walking their kids in or picking them up, and just seeing the connections they have with their ch- their children, like, affects the other children in a negative way, just because they're like, well, I like, I want that, like, I want.
0: Did you feel that when you would see that in daycare or yeah. in and especially elementary?
1: When they had like father daughter dances, and mm. I was like, "Well, I can never do that because I don't have dad." Do right. You, me? you know.
0: Yeah. Damn. Does your school offer education programs that teach sex safety or abstinence?
1: Um, I don't really know. I mean, I've never heard of such. But it's probably more of, like, a counselor thing.
0: So they don't they don't no. sit down and have. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing?
1: Um, kind of in the middle because, I mean, they don't want to promote, you know, people to have the sexual kind of relationships. But,
0: but do you think that sex is happening even without those?
1: I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, you're not going to stop t- teenagers from doing what they want to do, but yeah. it's kind of at this day and age, like.
0: So do you think that those types of classes and types of like assemblies, it's falling on deaf ears? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. Would you like to share anything else about abstinence or waiting or?
1: Um, I mean, I don't really like waiting, you know. But, I mean, I wish that it was more accepted, you know? And not, well, why do you want to wait? You know, that's stupid. Right, right. And a lot of girls, especially, like, wealthier girls who, you know, have a lot of money, they're like, why? You know? Yeah. Because they think that I'm just going to go out and do that. But while more of, like, the non wealthier girls like they don't look at me like that and they're not like why they kind of understand
0: and it's probably because they've seen a lot fortunately when we're in a certain economic status we are exposed to things that maybe someone in a higher economic status may not be exposed to by the neighborhoods we live in or you know stuff like that um yeah I appreciate you sticking by your decision. I, as a mother, especially a single mother, am relieved because you are a very beautiful girl, and I'm glad that you have a good self-esteem. Do you think self-esteem and self has to to do with being solid in your decisions?
1: Um, no, because, I mean, I'm not the confident, like, I'm not the most confident person, but... I, like, stick to my decisions and I don't let other people tell me, like, oh, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, because I'm morally what I want to do. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to just be dictated by what another girl thinks that I should be doing. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't really have to come from, you know, like, how confident you are, because I am not the confidence. Like, there are days where I'm like, whatever, that's just because... You know, as humans, we're more um, detrimental on ourselves than other people might
0: be. Yeah, and that's so true. On a lot of my podcasts, we talk about, and in my books, too, we, I talk about how we're really harder on our own selves. A lot of times, what people think of us is not really the case at all. So, Well, I've really enjoyed having you on the podcast, and I appreciate you sharing with me, yeah. so thank you for being here. If you like this and other episodes, please click subscribe, like, and share so others can enjoy them too. Thank you so much for listening.